Hello and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan and it's a pleasure to have you here. It is July 11th and we will be reading paragraphs 1498 through 1504 today. And it is the Feast of St. Benedict. And we, are, we have one little tiny paragraph left of the in brief section on the Sacrament of Reconciliation. And we will be starting the Sacrament of the Anointing of the Sick today. So we begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Through indulgences, the faithful can obtain the remission of temporal punishment resulting from sin for themselves and also for the souls in purgatory. Article 5. The Anointing of the Sick. By the sacred anointing of the sick and the prayer of the priests, the whole church commends those who are ill to the suffering and glorified Lord, that he may raise them up and save them. And indeed, she exhorts them to contribute to the good of the people of God by freely uniting themselves to the passion and death of Christ. Roman numeral one, its foundation in the economy of salvation, illness in human life. Illness and suffering have always been among the gravest problems confronted in human life. In illness, man experiences his powerlessness, his limitations, and his finitude. Every illness can make us glimpse death. Illness can lead to anguish, self-absorption, sometimes even despair and revolt against God. It can also make a person more mature, helping him to discern in his life what is not essential, so that he can turn toward that which is. Very often, illness provokes a search for God and a return to Him. The sick person before God, the man of the Old Testament, lives his sickness in the presence of God. It is before God that he laments his illness, and it is of God, master of life and death, that he implores healing. Illness becomes a way to conversion. God's forgiveness initiates the healing. It is the experience of Israel that illness is mysteriously linked to sin and evil, and that faithfulness to God according to his law restores life. For I am the Lord, your healer. The prophet intuits that suffering can also have a redemptive meaning for the sins of others. Finally, Isaiah announces that God will usher in a time for Zion when he will pardon every offense and heal every illness. Christ the Physician Christ's compassion toward the sick and his many healings of every kind of infirmity are a resplendent sign that God has visited his people and that the kingdom of God is close at hand. Jesus has the power not only to heal, but also to forgive sins. He has come to heal the whole man, soul, and body. He is the physician the sick have need of. His compassion toward all who suffer goes so far that he identifies himself with them. I was sick, and you visited me. His preferential love for the sick has not ceased through the centuries to draw the very special attention of Christians toward all those who suffer in body and soul. It is the source of tireless efforts to comfort them. Often Jesus asks the sick to believe. 
He makes a use of signs to heal, spittle and the laying on of hands, mud and washing. The sick tried to touch him, for power came forth from him and healed them all. And so in the sacraments, Christ continues to touch us in order to heal us. Thus ends our reading today from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The website is dailycatholiccatechism.com and you can email me at dailycatholiccatechism at gmail.com. Go ahead and send me an email if you haven't already. I'd really like to hear from you guys. God bless you all, and may these teachings handed down by the Apostles of Christ strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life. Amen.